ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I am joined in the Buzz Cave tonight by our dude, our boy, Johnny Nani. Johnny, this game started off great, man. We had a couple beers, we ordered a pizza, and then it went downhill after that. What are your thoughts right now? Oh, Buzz, there was a turning point right in the middle of it. Like you had said, started off great, looking good. Four runs in the first inning before Reynaldo Lopez even comes out to take the mound. Uh, you got to be feeling good about that. I'm not going to say it's an automatic win right there, but, I mean, the win probability has to be through the roof there. So, uh, I mean, I, I was feeling good early. You were feeling good early. We all were. Uh, good vibes all around. Uh, the guys are celebrating, having fun in the dugout. Mancata flexing after hitting an absolute bomb in the second inning. And then the wheels started to fall off immediately after that. Two given up in the third, one in the fourth, and obviously a disastrous fifth inning with six runs allowed. Yeah, it was it was absolutely brutal. Starting off this game, getting into the first inning here, um, Steven Strasburg struggled. I believe he threw 40 pitches. It was like 40 or 41 pitches in the first inning. Um, the Sox offense just had him uh, had him reeling. He was up against the ropes immediately. You know, a four run uh, four run first inning. Um, it, it just didn't work out, and and that's the bad part about getting this loss here. I mean, we went through the whole entire lineup. We got down to Ronaldo as the final out in the first inning there. Started off in the top, um, you know, after Washington went through the bottom of the first, we went into the top of the second, starting off with Lurie again, our leadoff man. Um, you, it, it was just working out. Everything was working out. And uh, like you said, the wheels fell off. And the wheels fell off bad there in that fifth inning. Ronaldo struggled heavily. Um, only got through 92 pitches in this game. You know, this is one, Johnny, that if he would have just held his own, it's something that our, our our dude Tony Marchese says constantly. If this team can just let up like three to four runs a game, we're gonna be winning most games because of our offense, you know. And it, it just it's very unfortunate to see the wheels coming off on Ronaldo like this, letting up the two home runs that he did. He only struck out four. He did have four innings of work, but just just that was a rough one. That's a it's a tough pill to swallow. Oh, extremely tough. I mean, you talk about a roller coaster of a season when you're talking about this team playing well in spurts and then hitting the dumps like, you know, uh, you know, salvaging two against the uh, Astros, splitting that series, and then going into Minnesota, getting swept, looked like they didn't even show up to Minneapolis for that weekend, and then coming back home and riding the high of a 6-1 and homestand. Uh, this was a roller coaster all-in-one game, Buzz. That's what it felt like to me. I said it to you during the game while we were sitting here watching it. And, I mean, it, that's why we feel so down about this. Um, I feel like if this was just a standard 5-3 uh, to three loss, we wouldn't be as upset as we are right now, and rightfully so. Yeah. I, man, it's just like I said, it's, it's just how the game started off. You know, we're hashtag cracking them. I mean, that first inning, we high-fived 95 times. You know, it was Easily. just like, it was just everything was going right. And then in the top of the second, you know, Mikata hits a ball with 112 mile per hour of exit velocity, hits a second deck in right field. I mean, it everything, you had everything to be excited about. And unfortunately, again, like I, like I just, you know, said, you know, the wheels fell off for Ronaldo there and, you know, we lost it. And instead of going 500, Johnny, we're, we're two games under 500 again. And, uh, you know, Cleveland picked up a win tonight against Minnesota. Yeah, so I think it's impossible. I'm just convinced at this point that the White Sox will ever get to 500. Um, I just don't, you know, <laughs> the way that it seems we always get so close within one game and then it just slips out of our grasp, literally. Uh, we had it in our grasp tonight. Slips out. Um, 
I, I mean, you, I, I just want to get to this turning point of the game. Um, I, I know there was a lot going on runs early, um, but, you know, you look at our big inning in the first, Washington's big inning was the fifth. Well, the White Sox had a chance to add on in that fifth inning. Uh, you know, Washington had scraped back a little bit, uh, two runs in the third, like I mentioned, uh, one in that bottom of the fourth. But then in the fifth, the White Sox had runners on second and third with nobody out. Uh, it was a Yohan had walked, Abreu doubled high off the wall in right center. So that put runners on second and third. McCann grounds out. Okay, whatever, one out. We could still, you know, get this. Timmy grounds out. They have the infield pulled in. They, you know, they cut uh, any possibility down of anyone scoring. Uh, Timmy runs almost all the way back to the dugout, you know, trying to, I don't know what he's doing there. I mean, the, it's coming back towards home plate. Uh, I don't know if, you know, Moncada would have gotten pegged. They would have seen him out of the corner of his eye. So, I mean, I guess good points for creativity, Timmy, but didn't get the job done. Uh, we need you to hit a fly ball in the outfield there at, at the very least. Um, and then Eloy striking out there uh, to end that inning. So uh, then, then that was the turning point. The uh, wheels fall off in the bottom of the fifth inning uh don cooper came out and talked to reynaldo lopez when he was already struggling and what happens right after that anthony rendon three run bomb yeah and you know man again it roller coaster it was a roller coaster game it was hard to deal with that fifth inning uh washington really took advantage of a struggling reynaldo lopez took him to town and the White Sox offense was never able to recover. After, I mean, really, after the Mankata home run, Strasburg got settled in. And, yeah. And, you know, and he did his thing. You know, um, he actually picks up the win here tonight, Johnny. Picks yeah. Picks up the win tonight after being absolutely rocked. If, if you would have told me to, like, bet on that in the first inning, like, Strasburg's going to get the win after going down 4-0, I would have said, no way. No, absolutely yeah. not. But you know what? Here we are. Uh, we're, <laughs> it's a, it's a that's-so-White Sox moment buzz, and it's unfortunate that we are back to this because I feel like everybody had the good juju. Everyone was feeling all right about this team. Uh, we're taking that next step, and then we go and lay an egg like this after a, you know, a, a solid start. I mean, you, you can't complain about the start, but then uh, – uh, just wheels fall off. I think we've already said that three or four times here tonight, but it, it is just what happened. Uh, it's unfortunate. You know that, man. It, it's just it's so unfortunate. And like and like I said, you know, I mean, we could sit here and look at positives of today's game. Yeah, the White Sox started the game off hot. The first two innings, oh man, if you would have told me they were going to lose that game, I would have laughed at you. You know, like they they were clicking on all cylinders. Doing their thing. Yoan Makata looked I mean, Yoan Makata, I think, reached base three times tonight. Two walks and a uh in the in the home run. So I mean he you know, he played a really good game. Um you know, Jose had two hits. It's just it's hard to talk about positives in such a loss like this. Because this is you know, and, and this is solely in my mind on pitching. Yeah, our hitting really didn't exist, but like you did say in the fifth inning there, we did really have a shot. To do something, so that that does you know suck that we didn't capitalize off of having a man on second and third with no outs, but it comes down to pitching here, and Ronaldo is just has done what he's kind of done all year, Johnny. Yeah, so I just want to touch on something you talk about pitching here, and I think Ronaldo Lopez has been the subject of a lot of criticism, and rightfully so for his inconsistency. You know, he comes out, I was at a game, uh, a Sunday game against Detroit, and he's striking out 14 batters and looking unbelievable. And then a game like today is pretty much what we've seen the rest of the campaign from Ronaldo Lopez uh, this year, at least. You know, last year, he was one of the top F4 leaders, if not the top, uh, on this team last year, right, right up there with Yohan Moncada. And, um, 
you know, and Giolito was arguably by the numbers one of the worst starters in baseball. Now it's flipped. Why can't we have both of them hitting at once? Or even just a uh, solid, not even solid, even just a mediocre Reynaldo Lopez. We've gotten really bad Reynaldo Lopez along with a stellar Giolito. It feels like we just can't win there. Yeah, we're not allowed to have nice things. No. You know, and, 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 that's, and that's just the thing here. So after Ronaldo gets pulled, we have Osage come in. You know, he gives up three hits. He gives up three earned runs. It was a doubles, uh, doubles machine for Washington yes. right as soon as Osage came I in. I mean, he came in in 16 pitches there, Johnny. He let up three earned runs. Uh, you know, I, like I said, there's not a lot of positives to pull out of this game. It's just hopefully the Sox can come out tomorrow with a 12:05 start and, uh, you know, make something happen with Dylan Covey. And, and, that, and that's all we could really hope for right now. You know, it's like – that brass ring is right there to to take second place in the division, stay in this wild card race, and then every single time we get there, in the beginning of the show, like you said, we just we just can't get there. It, it, it's it's unreachable. It, it really does feel unreachable. It, it is every time <laughs> in our grasp, we fall just short of it. And now you know, tomorrow if we win, we'll be back within that one game, and then a day off. So even if we do were to win, then it's like kind of feels like it's killing a momentum there. If we were to uh, have any going forward from tomorrow's game, uh, weekend series at Kansas City, um, I, I mean, you, that's the thing because you would hope that uh, this weekend at Kansas City, we just swept them back at home. You would hope we'd be able to at least take two of three, and we were hoping those were going to be putting us one, two games above five hundred. That's exactly what I was thinking, man. Like that's when you take advantage here. And, and this was the, the perfect opportunity. And unfortunately, it's lost. Um, you know, we could sit and dwell on it all we want, or we could look towards tomorrow. And I'm going to choose to look towards tomorrow. Yeah, there, we got to. We got to move forward. We have to move forward. So we have Dylan Covey on the mound against Anibal Sanchez. Dylan Covey is 1-4 with a 4.73 ERA. Uh, 32 innings pitched, 18 strikeouts, 27 hits let up, and 6 home runs. Against Anibal Sanchez, who is 1-6 with a 4.47 ERA. 48 innings pitched, 47 hits let up, uh, 48 Ks. And uh, six home runs as well let up. Uh, so the pitching matchup isn't going to be a battle of elites by any means necessary, but um, the Sox need to translate what they did in the first and second inning to Steven Strasburg over to Sanchez tomorrow uh, because Sanchez will not be able to recover like an elite talent like Strasburg will and uh, or did. And um, that's what we need to do. That's what needs to happen tomorrow. The Sox need to win this game as they're heading to their Kansas City run here. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you talk about uh, the offense staying hot. It's like they had a great homestand offensively. Oh, yeah. uh, they, they, were put, they were putting up a lot of runs. So uh, they were lighting up the scoreboard, and they did that very early on tonight against Washington. Bats went cold. Um, I'm not going to blame it on an umpire change, uh, although there were some calls that we were getting shorted on a little, on a little bit. Uh, just <laughs> balls and strikes calls. But, I mean, you can argue that in almost any baseball game that's played in the MLB. Right. So I'm not going to dwell on that. But, uh, you know, offense, just keep it rolling. And keep a mentality of, uh, you know, lead with your hot bats. Uh, let those guys lead the way. Jose again. Uh, I mean, he's playing like up to an all-star caliber. Uh, Timmy still in a groove. Uh, Yomer's hitting better as of late. So uh, let's just, you know, flush this one down the drain. Let's look forward to tomorrow. Get after a pitcher that is very hittable. They can definitely get to an Anibal Sanchez. And let's outslug this team tomorrow. Let's not have a situation where we have an opportunity 
to uh, add on to our lead, even if it's one or two insurance runs. Let's actually put the nail in the coffin tomorrow. That's absolutely, what I'm looking yeah, forward absolutely to. Absolutely agree with that. 100% agree with that. With that being said, who is your pick to click for tomorrow's game? Ooh, tomorrow's game, I am going to roll with my boy Jose Abreu. Uh, he's hitting 542 against Anibal Sanchez in his career with two home runs, nine RBIs. Uh, I like him to continue what he did tonight. Uh, I, this guy is just the label of consistency for the White Sox. Um, I really think that when the weather warms up, Jose Abreu does, and we are finally starting to feel like summer here. Um and, uh, you know, our boy Andrew Kinsler is going to be in the crowd tomorrow at Washington. Yeah, so. he will be live tweeting that. So by the time this drops, obviously the game ha- will not have been started yet. So be sure to tweet at our guy Andrew Kinsler for any questions you have during the game or whatever. He will be in attendance covering it. So my pick to click tomorrow, Johnny, is going to be Tim Anderson. The reason I say this is because every time I have picked Tim Anderson to be the pick to click after a rough game, he has seemed to deliver um, so I'm going to go Tim Anderson tomorrow. I think that he's going to rebound after going hitless tonight. Um, you know, he's been an elite talent all year and I, you know, I just, you can't hold him down long. No, and, uh, no, not, so, not at all. And you talk yeah. about like uh, ups and downs with Tim Anderson throughout his career. I, uh, you know, it may wasn't as kind to Tim Anderson as it was, as April was. So you're looking at a resurgent. It's got to be a resurgent month for June if we're talking about White Sox being a roller coaster in all aspects of everything. Uh, Tim Anderson, if he's the same way, then let's see that upshoot again in June. And I do have confidence in that pick, Buzz, because the last time that you and I were on one and you picked Tim Anderson, what did he do? He came out and delivered with a home run the next day. Right. I mean, you know, I tried to stay, you know, I always try to pick the abstract guys, you know, for my picks to click and stuff like that. And, uh, I usually will go with like a Jose or a Tim or even a Yoan if they had like a bad prior game. Because these, these guys I, I do truly believe are elite talents who make those adjustments to be better in the next game after they mess up. Like you don't see long slumps with these guys for the most part. Well, at least not this year. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm picking Tim. And yeah, that's all I got, man. Like I just I want to come out tomorrow. I want to I grab a win against this team because this team is not better than we are. Obviously, it shows in the record. Um, they're not better than the Sox are. I just, they got the better of us tonight, and um, we we took the foot off, our foot off the gas pedal. So hopefully we can come out tomorrow, make some things happen. Hopefully Dylan Covey can hold hold his own because his last start out he did hold his own. He did, yes, he did. So I mean that that is one thing to uh, you know take away that it's not it's not all doom and gloom. We, we like you know we it's easy to get down about a game like this, but you got to look at the way that this team has performed over the past week. Um, and that winning streak, granted the KC games are KC, I understand that, but Cleveland's a team that you're right there neck and neck with. You could argue Washington's right there record-wise, so it's a very beatable team uh, and a team that I think the White Sox will be anxious to get after tomorrow, especially after the result of tonight's game. Right, and and, and again, anybody listening or you know interacting with us on Twitter or anything, it's like Nani and I are not hating and, and saying the Sox are gone. It's just we're sharing why, our frustration. Right after nine innings <laughs> of that and what just transpired, we're a little upset. We're a little full. Probably a little tired. Drink a couple beers, you know. But I am not. Again, I'm not. You know, this this is just uh, like Nani said, airing out the frustrations. That was just a rough one to watch. And going into tomorrow, let's do a 180 here. Let's, uh, yep. you know, let's close out a game. You know, let's close out a game, especially if we get an early lead. That is the most important thing. 
close out a lead. You're, you know, when your offense gets you those runs, it is the pitcher's job to keep those runs and not give them up. And hopefully, again, Dylan Covey can come and do that tomorrow. Yeah, I, th- I think one thing that uh, you know we didn't see tonight uh, when you're talking about White Sox pitchers that maybe if you want to look for positives, um, we did not see any Evan Marshall. We did not see any Aaron Bummer. So you have those are your, arguably your best go-to guys right now in the bullpen. So we get a lead, uh, keep it there. Kobe keeps there long enough. Get to those guys, bridge to column A, and hopefully we're talking about a White Sox winner tomorrow night. That's all I got, Buzz. That's all I got, too. So everybody, make sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature needs as well as your podcasting needs. We have a plethora of great blogs up on the website right now. We are covering everything from the MLB draft, both sides of town, uh, NBA draft is closing in. NFL articles are being posted up and NHL articles are being posted up as well. So be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all of your Chicago sports needs. That's all I got tonight, Johnny. It's always great recording in the Buzz Cave with you. I love when you come on by, man. We get pizza, for God's sakes. We drink a couple beers, have a good time. Hopefully next time it'll translate into a White Sox win. I think it will. I think we're one-on-one on the year, Buzz. Yeah, so we're one-on-one yeah, one on the year. It, it, next time we're here. Yeah. That's all I've got. Let's go White Sox. Let's go Sox.